Hello, hello, hello. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. It's time for the Cash Scheme weekly episode on the Big D Podcast. Before I bring in trolls, please subscribe, like, and share these spunky spectrums towards YouTube page where you can see all our greatest Cash Game episodes and see all my latest and greatest content. You never know what to expect. It might be... A 3K punt play who shines or a 9K stud who uh, bombs. So please check it out. And also check out the uh, Big D podcast on Spotify and Apple. So um, if we, we my catching guest, Shola Sears and I have played uh, a head-to-head. And guess what? For the first time this year, Charles beat me. So Charles... How does it feel to finally beat the big D? Uh it, it I it was a weird week. It feels good to get a win, but it was definitely a weird week. And of course, the first week I pay up for Lamar Jackson, I get punished, sort of punished by it. I mean, I still ended up cashing my cash lineup. Um, but yeah, um, it feels good to finally get a win. Was that uh two one now? Is that the score? I think it's either 2-1 or 3-1. I'm not sure. I think it's... I'm not... The first two times... Well, the first time we paid money. That I'm talking about the I free it, ones. Oh, I th- yeah. I think it's either 1-1 one, one or 2-1. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, it's nice to finally get a win. Um, You know, you got off of Jonathan Taylor. I got back on Jonathan Taylor. Um, That, that was pretty much the big winner for me and Cowboys D like I was not getting off Cowboys D in cash game like at 3200 against New England uh that defense has been looking really good um yeah I mean I'm not gonna lie I was on hunt at the first and um throughout my GPP lineups and stuff I do have hunt sprinkled around on a lot of my lineups but I mean I ended up getting off a line off a hunt on DK because just Jonathan Taylor, just, you know, a high, um, I don't know, uh, a high, uh, favorite home favorite. It's just like, it just seemed to jam it sort of like, uh, Henderson, even though Henderson wasn't home favorites, it seemed like Henderson was also a lock play for me because they're just massive favorites against teams that, you know, they're not going to be uh, competitive at all. So they can just, you know, hand the ball off enough times and you know it it definitely paid off with uh henderson getting what two receptions uh 78 yards and a rushing touchdown i i'll definitely take that that's for sure um i wish i would have got off of like to be fair rondell moore was like my quote-unquote punt play because I, i that was like the cheapest wide receiver that i liked that was punting with playing tony if Tony doesn't get a hurt, you know, this lineup could have got more points. But um, with paying up to Lamar Jackson and him throwing up a dud and still getting uh, a solid 10 points above the cut line, uh, I'll take that any day. Yeah, that was, yeah. Looking back on it, I'm like, why didn't I play John and Taylor? I'm like, the Colts were a big favorite on the text. I'm like, you, I you, such- that was the very first thing that you said um, in the last podcast. You were on Jonathan Taylor. And it sort of convinced me because I should I should have taken my own advice. Yeah, um, I mean the reason why I liked Henderson because they're a massive favorite 
in the matchup. So it's just like, well, why am I not playing Taylor as well then? So luckily that got me off a hunt. Um, there's a couple of things that I sort of overlooked, or I guess maybe both of us did. Adam Thielen at 5,800. Looking back at it, even though he, you know, he got 32 points. So obviously we're looking back at it, but it's just like, man, that's probably the cheapest he's probably ever been in the history of, you know, being fantasy like relevant. Wouldn't you say so? I don't remember Adam Thielen being 5,800. There have been a couple of weeks where we've seen like, Number one or number one caliber caliber receiver cheap. I remember mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago when Antonio Brown was cheap and went off against Miami, and Adam Thielen did the same thing against uh, Carolina. Yeah, and this I'm not gonna lie, this was a weird week. Um, I guess with Herbert being like a lock play, and then Seal Jones sort of seemed like a good solid play as well. We got five x return on him. So it definitely allowed us to, you know, get Jonathan Taylor, Henderson, Lamar Jackson, and still have Devontae Adams money. But like if we, you know, if I would have paid 200 more for Tony, got off of Adams, paid down to Cooper Cup, you know, Rondell Moore could have been someone random at this point. And I probably would have got like, what, probably almost 200 with that lineup. So... I mean, I'm glad I cashed. It was, it was a weird weekend, that's for sure. Uh, ugly games. Um, Baltimore, Indianapolis. Uh, Green Bay wasn't really – didn't feel like it was a, a competitive game. Arizona didn't look like a competitive game. Uh, Rams didn't look like a competitive game. Uh, the only real games that looked good were um, KC when they were trailing to the Washington football team, and then uh, Dallas, New England game. All the other games were just like, meh, this week. I agree. I mean, the uh, L.A. Baltimore game put me on tilt, seeing all the running backs get the touchdowns, and I'm like, oh, you're kidding me. I know. All the old Latavius Murray, Le'Veon Bell, and who's the other one? Devontae Freeman. Devontae Freeman. Like, (laughs) All three of them score a touchdown this week, and they're all on the same team. And it's just like, what year is it? 1987. <laughs> like, imagine if those three running backs were on the same team like six years ago. Like, that that would be the best football team right there. You have three running backs. You just, you know, rotate them in and out as many times as you want, and you're not disappointed at all. Um, yeah, so the average cut line this week was 133.85 across the board. Um. Nothing really crazy. I guess the only crazy thing that um to me was how low owned uh, Herbert seemed. At least in the five dollar massive double up, he was only thirty one percent. Seals Jones was thirty nine. Henderson was forty one. Um, Lamar was twenty seven. Even though Lamar was a dud, um, I know it, it felt like a good play. Yeah, um, he's he's probably the highest paid or highest own quarterback, realistically. And probably realistically, the only one you even thought about using maybe Dak, but like Lamar was one A, one B, and one C to me. Yeah, so looking at the quick numbers of the twenty five dollar massive double up, Kareem Hunt was sixty two percent. 
Oops. That was a bad day. Um, yeah, yeah. Lamar Jackson's winning punt lines went down. The Seals Jones was fifty six percent. Dale Henderson was forty seven. Herbert was forty five. Lamar Jackson was forty, and then twenty five dollar double up. So I mean, obviously, you know, some T Higgins at thirty two percent. Oops. Um, yeah, <laughs> you, you sort of fell for that trap. Oops. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, like. Going forward, I think uh, the only wide receiver I'm going to ever play is uh, Jamar Chase on the Bengals <laughs> after, after last week. It's just, it doesn't matter. Like, if one of the other ones do better, you know, he's just getting the concentrating targets, air yards. He's just the number one guy there. All right. So, uh, enough with last week on to this week and uh, starting with the quarterbacks. Uh, who are you liking this week? Uh, let's take a look real quick. Okay, here we go. I got pulled up now. Um, I sort of like Murray at the high price end of 8,500. Um, Houston is super laid up. Um, we could probably go into another portion of the game that I probably like a lot more in that game. Um, now thinking about it, I think I would rather have the other part uh, than um, Murray. Um Mahomes against Tennessee, that could be a very good uh, play. Um, Tennessee, as we see, you know, they allowed teams to get, you know, 31 points. Um, definitely something that um, could be uh, relevant in the grand scheme of things. Uh, let's see here. Sorry, my notes are all over the place. Uh, let's see. Uh, where is Aaron Rodgers? Oh, he's at the top where he uh, should be. Washington. Yeah. Well, I was just looking where he was in the price range. Um, uh, man, Matt Stafford against Detroit. That's revenge game. I mean, I honestly don't mind running it back with Lamar Jackson this week against Cincinnati. I... Cincinnati against big teams like doesn't seem like they have that good of a defense. He's technically oh, I think he's the same price, but same you know, 7,400 for Lamar Jackson. Like, yeah, he burned us last week, but he should shine again. Um, at the mid tiers, like anyone under seven thousand, like Jalen Hurts at sixty nine hundred against Oakland, that could be a randomly good play. I mean, we can just run back against Casey's defense and just play the quarterback that plays against Casey's defense every week. <laughs> like Tannehill at sixty four hundred, that seems kind of cheap for him. Um, I'm looking at the cheap quarterbacks. Uh, no one really. It's like peaking my interest down here. I mean, maybe Justin Fields. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I mean, Matt he's Nagy. playing against Tampa Bay. Matt Nagy, like, let Justin Fields throw the ball down the field. Don't let – I hate all this three-yard dink and dunk. Yeah, he only got 174 yards last week. Oh, gosh. One touchdown, one interception. Yeah. Yeah. They'll go for fantasy or DFS. Yeah, I mean – I'm glad you mentioned Jalen Hurts, but because to me, I think Jalen Hurts is the catch play this week. Under seven grand, we know what he's capable of doing this week, and it's a pace-up game because the Raiders played at the fastest pace last week without ruining the Eagles are playing, are playing at a very fast pace, and we know Jalen Hurts and the Eagles throw the ball, and with his dual-threat ability, Jalen Hurts is a could be a potential monster this week. 
Oh no, definitely. Um, just we can look back at uh, Lamar Jackson's game against uh. Ooh, that's not maybe not not a good example. <laughs> Nineteen for thirty for two hundred thirty-five yards, one touchdown, and three fumbles. Two of them were lost. So I don't know if that's a good uh, comparison, <laughs> but um, I don't know. Maybe looking at Lamar Jackson's number, maybe I'm off of uh, Jalen Hurts. Maybe I'm – I mean, honestly, like if Jalen's going to be the chalk, I, I honestly think Ryan Tannehill is probably going to be super chalky this week. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is that going to mean that you play him? Maybe. Um, but at 6,400 playing against – that defense, the Casey's defense, like they allow so many points. Um, how many points did you get last week? Oh, 13. Jesus. Tannehill is just not that good, though. I, I guess he's sort of priced up for the matchup against Casey. Where it's, he could been shine. De- it's been Derrick Henry's show. Yeah. Yeah, he's always around this 6,400 price point. Like 64 is the second highest price he's been. And then week one, because at 65. So yeah, maybe 10 and is not really a good play. Um how about Derek Hall? Six Ryan in a pace of spot against a crappy Eagle defense. Uh I mean, yeah, I guess a questionable secondary. Derek Carr could definitely shine. Um, he definitely has the targets to like, you know, if his second check down is not good, then he could just go to the third, or maybe even Josh Jacobs or um Who's the other guy? Uh, Drake. Is Drake still running for him? Yep. Okay. Um, I think I remember Kenny Drake scoring a touchdown against your Broncos last week. Yeah, we we don't have to talk about that. (laughs) That that was a statement game. Like, oh, you know, we're still here. John Gruden didn't affect us. la di da di da I mean, what about Mac Jones against the Jets at 5,300? Not the Mac Jones against the Jet Portos. So – Let's look at it this way. I, I'm glad Lamar Jackson, even though he's he scrubbed it up and I played him, I usually pay down a quarterback in cash games. Like he got us 13 points at 7,400. If I would have paid 5,200 last week, I would have got 16 points from Mac Jones. Okay, cool. You got your expected value. You got you 3 x Let's, you know, let's keep moving forward. So, like, even if Mac Jones in this spot got uh, 13 points, like, you're not paying down a quarterback to get 20-plus points out of your quarterback. You're paying down a quarterback so you can have some savings and get, like, that 15-ish point, like, you know, floor that they have. Pretty close to their ceiling, too. Like, looking at his numbers, like, you know, his floor is seven realistically but a ceiling 17 so you know what you're getting though like even if he gets you like 12 13 points like you're not happy about it but you knew you know what you're buying where lamar jackson you paying up 7400 what you know thank goodness i had henderson um and jonathan taylor and herbert on my team with cowboys defense and seals jones like if i didn't have those five players lamar jackson could easily bit me in the butt and just because i had Devontae adams got 12 points 9K for 12 points, 7,400 for 13 points. Like, you know, my two of my pay-up spots, I ended up, you know, just getting way below their, like, their floor games. So this is – that was a good uh, example of 
ha ha, I told you so. Let's, you know, let's start paying down for quarterbacks because they give me 13 points. All right, cool. You know, that's what I was expecting with a, a 5,200 uh, quarterback, 5,300 quarterback. I'm not playing Justin Fields. Uh, not Heineke against Green Bay, but Mac Jones against the Jets, you know, that, that seems like a good spot. Or maybe get some of the wide receivers out there. Um, yeah, I mean, is there anyone else at quarterback that you like? I mean, maybe two if he's not traded, but well, Matt Ryan, but I think we've gotten gone through most of the I think we've gone through most of the catch game. Yeah. Like Matt Matt Ryan looked like I, I did like stop at Matt Ryan when I was like going through the list. I was like, that could be something, but like again, I, I would rather just put Mac Jones in and get my 14, 15 points for five thousand dollars and just move on. Um all right, so at running back, who are you liking? Well, you walked out last week for the LA Rams, and now he gets an even better matchup with the Rams, a bigger favorite at home against the crappy Detroit Lions. Dale Henderson at 6,600 still feels way too cheap to me. Uh, yeah, even though he's the one, two, three, four, fifth most expensive running back, we'll say fourth because uh, Christian McCaffrey's up there. Um, but at 6,600, I mean, that seems like a slam dunk and they're 15 point favorites right now open at 13 and a half. Yeah. That definitely seems, seems like a slam dunk right there where, you know, let's just go on that. The logic that worked last week, just play massive favorites and they're at home now. So you, we've seen them just keep using Henderson and run the ball. So what's going to change there? Um, what a holy moly! What about the guy that you talked to me earlier? I just saw the spread of that game, and it's just like, ooh, it's like that could be interesting. You know what I'm talking about? No, no, Chase Edmonds. I actually, I actually don't know what to say about Chase because the projections like Chase Edmonds this week. But yet, James Conner's coming into the workload, and this kind of a game feels more like James Conner than Chase Edmonds. That could be true. Um, seeing that Chase Edmonds had uh, shoulder injuries, he was limited in practice today. That's something to definitely keep an eye on. Um, you know, Conner's at 5,600. He's healthy. Uh, what's Chase Edmonds' price? At? I just had him. Both 50. Oh, both at 56. Okay. So. That's something to keep an eye on. If Edmonds is not practicing towards the end of the week, you know, I think you could probably play either one of them and be fine with it. Like, they seem to be the same productivity. Edmonds is more throwing down back, but um, what about any Tampa Bay guys? Are you any any interest in playing, like, Fournette? Yeah. And I, being a 12-and-a-half-point favorite right now against I think- uh, Chicago? I still think Lynn Fournette's a pretty viable play because 6,400 both as a running back and a receiver. And yes, he's not he's not Alvin Kamara, he's not Christian McCaffrey, but Fournette's getting about 70, 80 yards on the ground. He's the goal line back for one of the best offenses in football, and it could give you a couple 
a couple targets out of the backfield. I mean, Thursday, the last game, we got 81 rushing yards, two, and uh, six targets. I mean, if we got six targets out of Leonard for an NFL game, oh, we'd be, we'd be. Oh, yeah, we we definitely would be. I, I um, doubt he'll get six with the Bucks 12 and at 12 and a half point favorite, but. I mean, what were the, what were this, what was the spread uh, against Miami? Was it still like seven? Same thing as Philly? I think it was like eight or nine. I mean, he got five targets in that game. <laughs> and he got five targets against New England. Um, the Miami game is definitely the one game I would look at and compare that to. And just like, well, he got five targets, 15 yards on four catches. But he did rush for a touchdown. Um, I don't know, like maybe, you know, Bucks are up kind of early. And then Fournette just gets a lot of the garbage time carries and random, you know, checkdowns because they don't need to force anything. They don't need to turn the ball over. So they're playing it safe. Um, How about Dale Williams? How about Dale Williams? I mean, I was looking at that against Tennessee. Tennessee, I would have to look at more Tennessee stats about how they are with the run. See if I feel comfortable or not with that one. Um I mean, he, he went off last week. <laughs> he, I mean, yeah, I mean, he could easily be the guy again. Um, I am so wonder. Oh, one of the highest so wonders. Yeah, I so wonder. Yeah, I mean, that could definitely be a thing where he's involved in the uh, passing game. What he got? He got four targets last week, and he had five the week before. So, I mean, at 5,800, that's definitely a, a good check mark. That's for sure. I. What about uh, Hubbard against the Giants? I think Hubbard makes a lot of sense because he is the number one back. The Giants have struggled. They're only three-point favorites? What? what is this? Let me go lock in all my, you know, Carolina minus three bets right now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. how? I mean, and let's not kid way, ourselves. Those wide receivers are trash. They're they're and by not the way, like they should be. But and by the way, I think the Giants went out right on Sunday against Carolina. Yes. What? Okay. The Giants went out right. That's interesting. Why is the line so close? I gotta look look that up. Uh, have you seen Sam Dona play in the last three weeks? He's no. Been- have you seen those? Have you seen those overrated <laughs> wide receivers drop those balls? Like they're not even trying. It's terrible. Sam Darn Sam Darnold's actually playing well. It's just his wide receivers aren't doing what they should be doing. As a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, trust me, we we dropped a few passes in London. Yeah. You guys have a bye this week, right? Yep. Okay. Then we get then I think we're in Seattle next week. I mean, if there's a game that you guys can win, it might be that one. <laughs> Geno Smith. Uh, what about Mike Davis? Where's he at? Oh God! Oh no, Cordell Patterson. Yeah, that that's just uh, that's just no go. And I saw Cordell Patterson was like what sixty three hundred. I guess that's not a bad price for him. <laughs> but I mean, like I would much rather play Joe Mixon against yeah. the. At 6,500 against DeAndre, Baltimore. Or DeAndre Swift in a pass-down roll against the Rams. Yeah, definitely. That's for sure. How about um, Leno? 
wide out. Um, is this the Cooper Cup show again? I mean, I don't see why not. He's proven to be like the Devontae Adams of last year, the DeAndre Hopkins two years ago and three years ago. I think he probably owned both those years. Like, he just produces. The off game that he had with Robert Woods, uh, when Robert Woods went off, sort of scared everyone. Scared, well, Maybe he didn't scare everyone. It scared me to play him. Um, but I think we just – like, this is just insane. Like, 10-plus targets in all six games. Like, 10, 11, 12, 13, 10, 12. Like, even the good Robert Woods game, like, he still got double-digit targets. So, it's just like, this guy should always be in your lineup. Like, the old saying, you know, always roster Kelsey if he's on the slate – I think Cooper Cut's probably that guy now. Like mm. he just he always gets targets. It's crazy. Like it doesn't matter what price Adams is to rekill. Even if Hop or if Cooper Cup was priced at like nine thousand, I still think you got to play him there. Like he's the only guy. Let me see. I I mean he's got to be the only guy. Yeah, he's the only guy with double digit targets like every single week. It's just. It's just crazy. I mean, I mean, is there going to be a downturn at some point? Yeah. But I mean, like, he's he's having Deontay Hopkins numbers from two years ago. I mean, the projections left him percent ownership seems fine. I mean, I, I like Cooper Cup this week as my number one receiver. Yeah. I mean, it like, it, he would have to, like, get injured for me to not ever line him up again. Like, you know, I got scared when he didn't have that one good game and Robert Wood shine, but I also didn't see the like he also got 10 targets that game still. <laughs> so uh who else am I liking here? Um, I mean Jamar Chase is seems to be always in play against Baltimore. I'm not excited about that game, but could be a thing. I mean, I like Brandon Cooks, like six thousand for being the only productive guy on that squad. And He's still getting, you know, three out of six games. He's gotten double-digit targets. Um, the team always be is playing from behind. Um, last week, he got 13 targets against Indianapolis. Um, they still got him 17.9 points with no touchdowns and under 100 yards. So, no bonus anywhere or a touchdown. Not and bad. he's still – yeah, he's still got 17.9 points. I mean – they're going to throw. They're always behind. He's the only player on that team that I would even think about rostering, and he's showing it. Like, and at six K, he definitely seems like he's uh, fitting the bill. Um, what about Mister Waddle? How do you feel about Waddle against Atlanta? Oh, like it, it feels I like liked, I like Jalen Waddle more if he actually went deep once in a while. Yeah. Uh, his longest touchdown against Jacksonville was only 14 yards, or I'm sorry, his longest catch was only 14 yards. Um, it's kind of crazy. Like, I played him, um, I think he was in my lineups a lot of these weeks, and it's just like you know, against AD, he only had six points, against Tampa Bay, he only got five. Those are definitely let down games, and then when he's not even on the main slate, he gets 29 points. Like, how crazy is that? That's just wild. Um, but 
you know, he was also under 5K, and now he's at 5,600 because of his one game. Well, I think that the price tag is going to get people off of him. Um, but, I mean, if if Waddle's the guy, man, like 13 target, he's had two games with 13 targets now. So, I mean, if he's becoming the guy, and if he can have one quarterback throughout the entire game, Waddle could be it. Because I, I, I can see, like, two of those games that he had under 13 targets. Uh, Tua was pulled out, and Jab- Jacoby Brissett was playing. Um, who are you liking around, like, this low 5K range? Like, um, Devontae Smith, Kirk, Corey Davis? Uh, Sterling Shepard at 5,600 seems really interesting to me, especially with Kadarius Tony misses. Yeah. That definitely seems like a good play. Um, against Carolina, Carolina's got, you know, a whatever offense. Like sometimes they're deep, or I'm sorry, whatever defense. Sometimes they show up and blow teams out. And sometimes it's, it's almost like a shootout. Like against Minnesota last week, like that. Okay. So I found the other game. I forgot about that game that happened, but that game was kind of interesting too last week. Um, the Carolina-Minnesota game. So, I mean, Sterling Shepard could be the play. I mean, we saw Adam Thielen eat. So, I mean, I mean why Shepard can't Sterling Shepard play? Shepard got 14 targets last week. Yeah, and Tony got out. When did he leave the game? First quarter. I didn't see that. First quarter. Was it? Okay. First quarter? Yep. What? He still had six targets? <laughs> <laughs> no, he only had three. Okay. Where did I get six from? Okay. <laughs> I, I could have sworn I saw six targets for him. I was just like, what? Maybe that was like his percentage or something like that. Okay. Um, no, nah, I mean, I like Sterling Shepard. He definitely checks the boxes off. Um, anyone else like under 5K that you're looking at playing? Like uh, a couple guys. Uh... Tyler Boyd. Ooh, like, I, I'm glad you mentioned Boyd. I mean, these Mangum receivers seem awfully cheap this week. Well, I mean, from the game that they had last week, like it's like water or bust. So, I mean, like we, I literally said like two segments ago, or not even two segments ago, but it's just like, you know, the only Bengals I want to roster besides Burrow or not counting Burrow is Mixon and, um, not Waddle, but um, Jamal Chase. Chase. Yes, thank you. So it's just like, you know, this cheap, Tyler Boyd, like for the skill, that could be something. So I don't know what that something is, though. Is that only five points? Is that only for three targets? I mean, hopefully Baltimore does a good job at covering Jamar Chase where Tyler Boyd needs to shine and step up. Hey, Humphrey. I mean, then- hey, Humphrey. Get Jamal Ch- couple of Jamal Chase one on one, please. Uh, he probably will be. I mean, you got T Higgins at forty nine hundred too. So I mean, as as your punt play, I don't see those being too terrible. But that's kind of risking it for cash. Hey, if we talk about one Clemson former Clemson Tiger receiver, how about Hunter Renfro forty eight hundred against the Eagles? Yeah. I'm not hating it. I mean, looking at a stat sheet, he seems solid. I mean, maybe Gruden 
um, is a reason why that like he only had five targets against Denver, but Denver's defense is kind of stout. Maybe not last week against them, but he only got five targets last week. So I don't know if that was like a Gruden thing where, um, you know, Gruden sort of had plays designed for Hunter to shine and be the number one check, uh, number one option. So that's something that I don't know if I would roster Hunter Renfro, but I'm not against it because, like, looking at his numbers, I mean, eight, he's got 18 fancy points one week, 16 another week when he was, like, dirt cheap at 4K and 4,400. It's not a bad idea. I don't know. I, I think I would have to give it another week, which sucks because the week that he goes off is probably, like, the last week he goes off for, like, another two or three weeks. So then if I roster him again the following week, I get burnt. Um, and if you want an ultimate, and if, you, and if you want a cheap wide receiver to play this weekend, Rashad Bateman, 3,400. He got six targets last week in his first NFL game, and I expect him to get a bigger snap share this weekend. Look out. He's definitely someone that I'm going to be rostering in uh, GPPs. Him and, um, I think I might even use Bateman in a catch game. That's not bad. Um, I saw like one of the top lineups and uh, the $5 massive double up had Bateman in it. And I was just like, I don't know about that. But <laughs> I mean, he is he is technically the, the second option in that team. So, well, I guess third. You got Hollywood that's deep and then Andrews and then him. Um, what about this Chris Moore guy? He seems to be solid on Houston. I mean, he's get, he got five targets the last two weeks. He went off against New England. They're going to be throwing. They're going to be throwing. Yeah. I mean, they were throwing against Indianapolis, and he only got five targets for five points. So maybe that's not good. But at 3,600, if you just need the salary cap, it doesn't seem terrible of a play. Um, All right. So let's uh, go ahead and get out of the garbage of uh, wide receivers out in this uh, 3K range. Let's go to tight ends. Uh, Where is Seal? Jones at 30, Seals Jones is 3700. How do you feel about that? Not quite as not quite as juicy compared to the last. Oh, he missed practice though. That's not good. Uh, yeah, but a lot of guys miss Wednesday practice. But if Seals Jones is healthy, I, I don't like him quite as much this week, but I still think he's okay. Uh, to me, I really like Mike Kosicki this week. Yeah, against Atlanta, that could be very uh, a pretty good spot. Uh, even if Tua doesn't play, um, he's shown to be a, a pretty decent target uh, for either quarterback. So I do like that spot. Um, man, he didn't get a touchdown. Oh, he got 100 yards, though. He got 22 points last week without a touchdown. Good for him <laughs> on eight catches. Um, I mean, I like Andrews, uh, even though Cincinnati, you know, we don't know what's going to happen there. Go back to the well. Um, I think I'm finally off paying up for Kelsey, but, uh, I'm looking at, at Hunter Henry and he's kind of appealing at that price point of 4,100. I mean, he's getting, he's gotten 13, 19, and 10 and a half points the last three times, last three games. 
Like he's finally showing up. I don't know if Mac Jones is just more comfortable in the pocket now, or they finally learn like how to scheme Hunter into the looks. Could be a mixture of both. Ooh. I mean, what about well, this random play? No, you can't play Zach Ertz. I actually think you can. I think you can. Man, that's at 3,900. That's kind of rough. I don't think it's 3,900 against a hold on 15 point favorite. 18 and a half point favorite. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. 17 and a half. Jesus. There's two lines this week that are 15 and 17 and a half. What and is Tampa, going on? And Tampa's 12 and a half, right? Yeah. Jesus. I can't be. Can so, you, can you so here's a quick little game to go off off track. Which one of those three teams is going to cover? Hmm. Houston, Texas, Texans. It's got it's got to be the Texans. I, I think the Bears. No, not against Tampa Bay. I Tampa Bay can just Bears, put up points. The Bears can muck up a game. So you think it's going to be like a New England Tampa Bay game, where it's, I think it's it just a like dirty. A, it could be twenty-seven seventeen. It's definitely not the Lions. We we gonna uh, just count those I guys don't think, out. I don't think Jared Goff's winning a revenge game against Sean McVay. Sorry, that'll be sweet. What a not, not win, but to cover the points. Backdoor touchdown. I, I honestly think the Texans are the, probably the better team to. No, no. 17 and a half is a lot against a team that throws. I don't know. Like Houston just put up three against Indy, so who knows? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Houston's lost his last three road games. I, I'm trying, I don't know the exact total. I think it's like 71 to three or 71 to 10. Hold on. Wasn't that bad, was it? They were mm-hmm. – yeah, they, they put up 21 against Cleveland. No, well, you're thinking of the uh, Buffalo game. No, no, no. Yeah, their last three games, was away games, were Cleveland, Buffalo, and Indy. Oh, wait a minute. Was Buffalo <laughs> after in? Was Buffalo after Cleveland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleveland oh. was week two. Buffalo was week four. Okay. Indy was week six. And uh, Buffalo shut up the Texans? Yeah, Okay. Yeah. yeah. I I so mean that, that's not really scored, a surprise there. Houston scored three points. But last two are, are the Cardinals defense that good to keep points know. off the board? Because like I think in a in a nutshell, I would have said Cleveland had a better defense than the Colts. But Cleveland allowed 21 points and Indy only gave up three. And I'm not even going to put Buffalo in that conversation. Like they're just that—that that was just ridiculous what they did. I almost called the cops on them. Um, yeah, I, man, I don't know. That—that's just ridiculous. Three double-digit spreads, and two of them are ridiculous. Fifteen and seventeen and a half. Like I don't know how the Lions aren't seventeen and a half favorites or more. How the Texans more of an underdog. Because Arizona hasn't lost. I don't know why. I mean, you've got two of them. Yeah, but the Lions haven't won. True. Like, I mean, they've they've 
they've gotten some close games though. So I will give it to them. They've they've had some close games where Texans like they're, they're not even like they look close on the box score. Like they lost to Cleveland by 10 points, but that game wasn't really that close. Um any other Titans to get back on subject? Like, are we playing Gronk at all? Are we no, considering him? No, no. No, we're just gonna wait for him to bite us in the butt. Yep. yep. Oh, he was unable to practice though. So okay. I'm not even sure Gronk plays. Yeah, he he didn't practice either. So oh and now defense. Uh well, sorry, Houston. Sorry, Houston. Uh does that mean we're using Arizona against you this weekend? Uh yeah, 3100, 100%. Like, how are you seven point favorites and 17 point favorites? And you're what the fifth cheapest? No, cheaper than that. You are one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh cheapest or seventh most expensive defense this week. Okay, sure. Like the Rams. Okay. Rams at 5K. I would never pay that much for a defense. I'm sorry. Buccaneers against Chicago. Sure. They're, they're probably going to get a couple of interceptions. Panthers against Jets. 3,500. No. Okay. Maybe New England. New England against Jets. Oh, I'm sorry. Carolina against the Giants. No. 3,500. No. Maybe. New England against Jets. 3,400. Sure. Green Bay against Washington, probably not. And then Miami against Atlanta. I mean, Miami did something with Buffalo. That's something. But I mean, like at thirty two hundred, I'll just pay a hundred less and get Cardinals defense and just you know hope they do something. But I mean, like looking at their game logs against Cleveland, they got twelve points. Um, against your team, Jacksonville, they got eighteen. Against Tennessee, they got 16. That wasn't even a close game. Dang. Yeah, I think I think this is definitely a, a mispricing. Like, Houston's not really a good team. They, I guess they don't really turn the ball over that much, do they? No, they, they probably do. They're 30th, yeah. Uh, Davis yeah. Mills, Davis Mills. Yeah, I, I'm just going to put the Cardinals defense probably in every single lineup on DraftKings is just – I would say this if you want to go a little cheaper, the Giants at 2,500 could be decent. Sam Donald's been a terminal machine the last couple of weeks. Actually, well, that's because you think the Giants could win that game. Oh, I know the Giants will win. Oh, you know? Okay. Um, what about the Jets against oh. New England? Uh... How saucy would that be? Like, you pay down the defense, you know, you get, like, four points because you get, like, a random bad interception or they get a fumble. Like, that 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 game could be close. What's the spread on that game? What? Uh, Seven? Uh, has, has New England even beaten anyone that's seven point by seven? Uh... Oh, they already played the Jets. And it was 25-6. Man, they already got the runback game this early in the season? Yep. That's kind of crazy. Oh, Jesus. And they got 19 points on the Jets? <laughs> no wonder uh, the Patriots at 3,400. Maybe the Patriots are the play. It gets the Jets. 
I don't know. What do you think? Uh, You're not paying well, that much more than the yeah, Cardinals defense. I don't think I don't think New England's the worst defense to use. I mean, they they got their season high against the Jazz at 19. And that was the only I mean, that was our only good game too. So who knows? Maybe now after that that beating, they they sort of know like what not to do now, maybe. I don't know. Cardinal, I mean, I do like the Cardinals at 3100. That that price is definitely really good. Um, I mean, Jets defense. What do they score against the Jets defense? Oh, three? Jesus. It's like probably the only defense that the Jets or the Jets were probably the only defense to score only three points against uh the Patriots, where everyone else scores more. Um yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. I don't see anyone else that I really like. Yeah. Go the full gambit and just play the Texans, do you? <laughs> oh, the Lions, right? I, I mean, the Lions, no, not against Rams. <laughs> it's hard to complete that sentence. Titans D against KC. Mm, well, yeah, you, you're not they're happy they're about good. it. Kansas City is a terminal machine this year. Yeah. I don't know what it is either. Like, I mean, Mahomes is still Mahomes. Like, let's not kid ourselves. It's just maybe, like, Chewy Kill. Excuse me. Having some injuries. Uh, yeah, I, the more I look at the, the entire list, the more I, I'm liking the, uh, the Cardinals at 3,100. That just seems too cheap for that good of a defense with that bad of a matchup. Or, I'm sorry, that opponents are that bad. Like, that just seems too cheap. You're hoping for a few sacks, maybe an interception or two? Yeah, I'll take a J.J. Watt sack strip. Yeah, I'm hoping for a pick six or something. (laughs) It's like, give me that money real quick. Yeah, just give me the coin right, right off the bat, like last mm-hmm. week. So, uh, thanks for hopping on, Charles, and uh, we wish you all the best this week against me. And uh, hopefully, we bring home the bacon. Yeah, uh, hopefully, um, I can keep the win streak alive and bump it up to two. And um, hopefully, we both do well and we both cash and we both have a tight game like we did that one week. Yeah, we like, both scored 200 points. Yeah, that was crazy. I'll take that. I'll take another 200 point of this week. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, man. I appreciate you having me, man. Thank you.